Welcome, welcome to an episode especial of the Mediocre Happy Hour, where we are going to talk about all things, everything, Elden Ring, and how it ruined your life. And by ruined, I do mean R-U-N-E. <laughs> so you mean ruined or ruined? How it, how it ruined your life. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Simple Plan was actually talking about. I'm sorry, I don't mean to disappoint you, but you tried to ruin my life. Oh <laughs> Elden, my Ring. <laughs> Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Yes. That, tr- that it tries to do. <laughs> we, we, uh, we're going to talk about all things Elden Ring. Uh, there will be spoilers if you consider talking about <laughs> like bosses spoilers because let's be honest nobody actually knows what's going on in this game uh, right i mean there's a story supposedly allegedly uh, and it all <laughs> comes together when you get to the end based on some people who have beat it after like 105 hours um yeah but, uh, El- elden ring is like the um like the bad guy in the princess bride when uh, wesley's strapped to the table and he's like i've just sucked one year of your life away tell me how do you feel <laughs> Yes. that's like Elden Ring so so for background uh, I am not really a Souls-like or Souls-born or whatever kind of person uh, I played a lot of Bloodborne I think because it was a lot faster paced and uh, it didn't feel as slow so played a lot of that fell off of it because something else came out and it, it, Souls games are perishable skills, so if you stop playing them and try to come back later, you might as well start over. Yeah, uh, I agree. And then I played Dark Souls 3, never actually fought a boss in Dark Souls 3, so that tells you how much I paid, or I played that. <laughs> like, I remember playing it, and I remember I talked to you about it. I sent you a message on, like, PlayStation and I was like, because you remember there's that dragon in Dark Souls, like on the bridge? Yeah. Uh, and I was like, hey, man, you can kill that dragon like super early. Just get arrows and shoot him until he dies. <laughs> yeah. And, and then that helps clear out the bridge. Uh, and I'm pretty sure I got past that and then got stuck on another like mini boss part and was like, cool, I'm out. Um, and, yeah. and my perspective is exactly the opposite of Nick's. I think I talked about it before, but I, I got into the Souls games with Bloodborne, which is my first experience. Um, started off kind of slow and then got really into Bloodborne, beat the whole game, beat the DLC. I got the platinum trophy in that game, which means I literally did everything. Um, I, that's just how much I enjoyed it. Uh, and then I went back and played all the remastered Souls games. So um, it's, it's going to be kind of cool for us to talk about our experiences of Elden Ring, because I think that I think Elden Ring is like a perfect mix of Bloodborne and Dark Souls, but also something completely new at the same time that I can't say I've really ever experienced in a game before. Yeah, completely agree. Um, But let's start here because this is a big debate, right? Let's talk about accessibility. (laughs) What What does accessibility mean to you? Well, I think, I think with what you're talking about, you're no, talking no, just about in your own words, oh. not me, not what you think I'm talking about. If someone talking about, if someone were to say that this is the most accessible souls like game ever, what does accessibility mean to you? To me, the main thing that I think of is how easy it is for 
somebody, anybody that looks at a game and says, I like that. I like that kind of game. I'm going to try it. How easy it is for that person to pick up and play that game and get into whatever that franchise is. You know, it could even be, uh, it could even be a racing game. It's like, is this, is this an accessible racing game? No, you have to hold the button down while you push the clutch in and so on and so forth, that kind of stuff. Right. So, because I think the big debate is a lot of people are equating accessibility to difficulty and really those two things just don't match. Right. <clears throat> like again, right. Being accessible means it can be played by more people than ever. Right. Yeah. Uh, and enjoyed by more people than ever. Doesn't necessarily have to be like, Hey, it has all these options. Like if you're colorblind uh, or whatever, or like customizable controls. Cause some people, they just can't play with like how the controller set up. Those are accessibility options, right? Sure. If, you, if something is the most accessible it's ever been, it can equate to, Hey, there's more ways to play this game, uh, that more people can find enjoyment in it. And, yeah. uh, so you're, you're growing your audience, right? Um, and so like, if you're complaining about the difficulty, a game can be accessible and yet still be hard. That is okay. Yeah. There, there are two independent variable, variables. One is difficulty and one is accessibility. Just because a game is hard doesn't mean that it's not accessible. Can you play it? Do you have any issues playing it? No, then it's not an accessibility issue. It's a difficulty issue. You know, oh, it's, it's the combat's too hard because I don't understand it. Well, okay, maybe the accessibility feature you need then is a better combat tutorial. Yeah, I would agree. Uh -huh. um, but where I will agree is like, because uh, there's like some big accessibility people out there um, that are really kind of like championing, championing uh, hey, let's, let's make games more accessible to people with disabilities. Uh, so, and, and while this game lacks like everything, right? There is no really like, disability accessibility options for someone so if you have a disability like yeah it's not the most accessible game ever but no from software game has ever been that way uh yeah. would it be cool to see them add stuff for people that are colorblind or need like controller help or or something sure right add it and then it doesn't affect anybody right like if you need the accessibility features you turn them on if you don't you leave them off yeah, uh, and I feel the same way about di difficulty. If From Software wanted to come in and add an easy mode so everybody could see all the cool locations and the cool bosses and and whatever, cool. Play it on easy. If they add an easy mode, I'm in. If they don't, then I'm just gonna bang my head against the wall until I figure yeah. it out. Right? Tough it out. Uh, and and there was an interview uh, with Miyazaki, uh, you know, the guy who who created like, you know, this game, the Dark Souls, Demon Souls. Sekiro, all those, right? Yeah. And and for him, the difficulty, like he wants to teach you that some of the best rewards you can get in life are the most difficult things you're going to do, right? Like he, he knows that when you finally beat that boss that you've been stuck on for like five hours and you finally beat it, he, he knows what that's going to do to you as a person right you're gonna it's gonna like build up your confidence you're gonna feel great and then you're gonna get to the next boss and feel like you know you're a little ant <laughs> um but that's what he wants you to experience right he wants you to experience those those emotions yeah um so i just want to put that out there like i i think this is the most accessible a from software game's ever been 
I would 100% agree with you. I Yeah, when I think of like, so you, you use the word accessibility, what comes to mind for me is like with the, the colorblind options or like maybe if you don't have full functions of both of your hands or something like that, I think of more like ease of access, like with like how Windows describes it, you know, when you're on the, a PC and you're like ease of access to make the screen easier to see stuff like that. Right. Um, and then and then in my mind, yeah, accessibility is, like I said, how easy it is for somebody to access something, you know, to get into it and enjoy it. Um, and I would 100% agree with you. I mean, I have played, I, I played every Souls game except the first one. I do need to play that remastered at some point in time. I'll probably do that on like PS5, the the remake. But um, but yeah, for for me with like the previous Souls experience those games were not accessible you know that they were extremely hard to get into and the people that bought those games were the ones that knew exactly what they were getting into whereas with Elden Ring you know I think you really can come in as a new player and still have some of the frustrations of a Souls game without the mandatory uh you know that the mandatory like just I don't know what I'm trying to say here without the mandatory, like just get good or you're never going to get anywhere in the right. game, you know, part well, of it. I'll put it to you like this. Dark Souls 3, yeah. right? You start, you run down a path, you kill like two baby enemies and uh-huh. you get to that courtyard where you have to activate the first bonfire. Yeah. Um, and to do that, you have to fight a boss. Yep. And because you, you can go nowhere else in this game, but right there. And you've been in the game for like five minutes, right? Oh, yeah, not even. Yeah. So, so like, and and granted, while he's not that hard and most players can overcome that, um, if you are a player that just can't, right, it's just this game isn't your cup of tea, you don't like how the combat works or whatever, and you can't overcome that, you will never see anything else in Dark Souls 3. You will be stuck in that courtyard. That's the only place you can go. It's a straight line. And and realistically, every Dark Souls game or Demon's Souls game uh, or second row game there is no way to go around the critical path it's the critical path and you have to get good yeah exactly it's like there's some exploration but for the most part you know it's very clear which way you're supposed to go it's very clear where the boss is going to be you know there's going to be a boss at the end of the arena sometimes there's many bosses in between but there, there's kind of a formula and you're like cool i'm going to go through the catacombs i'm going right. to the end i'm going to see the fog door i'm going to go through it right. and fight like a giant centipede whereas with elden ring i'm just going to jump into it right away like i have fought so mini bosses that I was not expecting that that actually made me like jump out of my chair at times because like they they surprised me they They literally came out of nowhere literally come out of nowhere they drop out of the sky dude I had I told you the scariest one so like my what scared me the boss wasn't scary but like I was killing some low-level enemies that were like mining some ore on like the side of a wall and I'm like going to kill them and I'm like collecting items and then like I turn around because I hear a roar and like from from the ground like from under the ground like a groundhog comes this gigantic bear and he huge bear and he's staring me in the face and I get on my horse and I start running like galloping I turn and look behind me I turn the camera he's like right next to me like he can run just as fast as my horse and i'm oh, like no. what in the world is going yeah i'm like running across did, the did you get the boss bar oh yeah yeah no he was 100 like a a huge bear a boss that emerged from the ground and i was like dear lord and i like i died like i, I he annihilated me so i went back to where my runes were um and i was like where is this boss because he wasn't there and i stood around for a few minutes and sure enough i watched him like come out of the ground again and i'm like this is insane like and that's just one of many situations where something like that happened right and then uh 
so my initial experience with Elden Ring, uh, you have, we, we just look like 36 point something hours in the game, right? Oh, I went hard on it. I'm still going yeah. hard on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I only have like almost eight, I think. Okay. Amateur. So like, I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, my, my life's a little, our, our lives are a little bit different sometimes. It's true. Uh, you know, if you don't have your daughter, then you have all the time in the world. You know, I have a one-year-old who has decided she's going to start becoming a daddy's girl. And it's unfortunate. Aww. Yeah, no, it's horrible, man. Completely messing up my <laughs> rhythm. I, yeah. I, I spent like an hour last night playing helicopter in the in the living room. I was so sick. I was dizzy and like sick. And she was like, set her down and she'd like try to climb back up because she wanted me to spin her around again. I was like, oh, God. Um, <laughs> that's, that's cute. But I know what you, I know what you mean. Right. And then I, dude, I have to wake up so early for work in the mornings. Like most nights I can't stay up. Like I got to start going to bed at like 8 30, 9 o'clock. Uh, Cause I'm up by, for our listeners, if you don't know, I'm up by like four o'clock in the morning every day, five days a week. Um, Cause that's just when my day starts. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I hear you. And, and this is one of those games too, where like, I definitely have played longer than I should have uh, some nights for sure. Like you, you just get sucked into it and you just yeah. want to like, like, you want to go explore that next area. You want to like beat just a, one more group of enemies. And then it's just one thing leads to another. It's crazy. Right. So, uh, so not really having a super ton of experience with like souls games, um, the way this game starts, and this is, we're going to talk about some spoiler league stuff. I mean, nothing super late game. You're only through Godric, which is like the first super big story boss. Um, he's the first Elden Lord, if you will. Uh, Correct. And, and the one before him, Margit was like his little crony. Uh, but you 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 spawn you pick a character you build your character you spawn in you walk across the bridge probably get one shotted or two shotted by this crab thing right yeah Uh, it plays a video sequence kind of introduces you to some weirdo on a horse and then uh you can completely bypass the tutorial dungeon and just not know just like Oh yeah. Walk right by. Cause you walk up some stairs. There's like a ghostly dude sitting there. Talk to him. He'll tell you that there's a tutorial dungeon down there. But by this point, you've probably read like 30 messages that say, Hey, jump off this cliff. There's an item and you do, and you just die. Um, yeah. <laughs> because that's how these games work. You can drop messages anywhere. Uh, anyhow, so you go through the tutorial dungeon and it's like, you're like one or two hitting the enemies. You can like four hit the boss at the end of this little mini dungeon. Right. And it's just to teach you like combat mechanics. Um, and so it makes you feel good. You're like, oh, this game's not that bad. I feel really good. You get through the dungeon, you get an item, and then you go out to the doors and you're in the main world. Just a big open map. Uh, and the thing you see off in the distance is this gold dude on a horse. Yep. I promise you that I'm eight hours in and I spent the first three and a half hours trying to fight him yes you did (laughs) because in my mind like they wouldn't have put him there if they didn't want me to fight him right and it's the first thing you see you're like i absolutely have to go fight this guy this is what the game wants it wants me to do this uh to the point where i I think i i messaged you like hey man how do you kill the dude on the horse 
Yeah, you're exactly. Like, you're like, uh, you don't just go around him. I'm like, what? Yeah, man, just go around him. <laughs> oh, and then as soon as I went around him, uh, and like got to the the first church where there's like a vendor, you know, and then I was like, cool, I'm not fighting that guy. Uh, saw a path, ran up that path, got to like a little encampment with bandits, went around all that because I was like, dude, there's like 45,000 dudes here right now. Um, ran to another site, right? And then yeah. all the and then all of a sudden you get your horse, right? Because that by that point you've touched enough sites that you get a horse. Uh huh. Uh, that you can summon and run around and it makes movement super cool. You can run past enemies in the open world. It's dope. Um, he the horse a, is a super cool addition. I do love the horse. Yeah, he even has a double jump. <laughs> yep. And uh, for for context, none of the previous uh, Souls games had any anything you could really ride. They definitely did not have a horse. So like horse combat or anything like that, or just traversing like was not really a thing. And I, I talked about it in our last episode, but um, you couldn't even really jump in any of the previous Souls games either. In this game, your character has a single jump. Your horse has a double jump. Uh, in other Souls games, you could do like a little run kind of roll hop kind of thing, but it was never really intended to, to be anything other than like just, you know, dodging. Like you could not jump. Right. Um, and then as soon as I got the horse, everything just kind of opened up. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, so this is what this game is. And then you start getting a little bit more brave and you're like, all right, I'm going to go take on this group of five dudes. Right. And you, you might die. But because you have your horse, you can run right back to where your runes are and you can pick stuff up using the horse. Like you don't have to get off of him. You just like, as you're running across it, you hit the pickup button and he picks it up. Right. So uh, it is, it lowers the risk to go in and just kind of throw yourself into an engagement. Right. Yeah. Like you still got to be tacked. Like you got to think about it. You don't want to put your runes in the middle of a building that you're not gonna be able to run in with your horse and get out. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, But but yeah, like you see a group of guys run it. You can even fight from your horse because he's going to take damage before you do. Um, so it gives you the, like the buffer of uh, like, I can take more hits. I can tank more hits where and like uh, my memory serves me in previous dark souls games. It was like one or two hits. You're done. See you bud until you level up. Right. Yeah. Uh, even when your health bar got bigger, you know, the enemies got stronger. So yeah. yeah three, three, four hits and you know, you're toast and, and there's no way to move out of the way or run through areas quickly. Um, there was also no way to like traverse, uh, you know, any, any like thing that's poisons. Cause there's like, you know, there's a swamp in the game that's full of like scarlet rot is what they call it, which is basically just poison. And there's another like poison swamp and your horse can run through those just fine. If you get off your horse and you don't have like a high enough defense, like you're going to get instantly poisoned and you can just watch your health bar go away. Right. And we all know there's secret items in each of these areas that completely negate whatever that effect is. Yeah. But you got to find them. And uh, man, this game just has so many secrets. Like your 36 hours aren't the same as my 36 hours. They won't nope. be. There's no way. Unless I'm watching you play a video and I'm uh, I'm doing exactly what you do in that video. There's no way our 36 hours are ever going to be the same. 
Right. And anybody that's played basically any game before, uh, you know, hopefully if you, if you listen to this podcast, you're a fan of games, like most games, right. You pick up a map sometimes and it, and it shows you the map, you know, of like where to go, what's in the world, that kind of stuff. Other games, you know, you progress and the map reveals itself. Like as you go, like, like you kind of reveal it, this game, it's kind of a mix. Like you have to find a map piece if you want to see the section of the map that you're in. If you don't find that map piece, the part of the map just stays black. So you have an arrow that shows like where you are kind of like relatively, but you have no idea what's around you. You have no idea, you know, landmarks or anything like that, unless you just go explore it. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, they have like these, uh, the sites of grace, they kind of point, they have like a dust uh-huh. kind of points in a general direction of where you should be heading next right and they call this the golden path which is like hey this, this is the main path through the game uh so if you follow if you follow these and even when you open your map once you open them you, it'll have like the dust trail on your map kind of pointing in a direction yep um and, and so as you follow these like it's supposed to bring you on the critical path uh and like the first major boss it brings you to his name is Mar- margit margit whatever the dude's Margaret. A, yeah he sucks so for context i'm gonna throw my business out there right uh i've kind of cheesed the game a little bit i've i've only got uh almost eight hours in here and uh i'm like level 53 uh-huh uh i've only fought a couple dungeon bosses um but it's because they published a video on ign about like a rune farm that was pretty easy to get to. I mean, it's not easy to get to, but you can get to it as a brand new player. Uh, and it's kind of a, a rune cheese. And this, it, it revolves around this, uh, this boulder that spawns behind you as you're riding down this path. And then as soon as it spawns, um, you just kind of loop around by this cliff because it'll follow you. And then it falls off this cliff. It crushes an enemy below and it gives you like 2,000 runes. Right? Nice. Uh, not quite 2000, it's like 1957 or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, every time. And, but right next to it is a, is a side of grace. So uh, if you're not familiar in these games, when you rest at a side of grace or you rest at a bonfire, it respawns all the enemies. And uh, so you go to the side of grace, you rest, you get back on your horse and just rinse and repeat. Sure. So, so I've done this. I did this for like an hour the other day, got into the 40s. Um, I've done it a little bit more, gotten to the fifties. And so, yeah, so like my level is super high, right? My life bar is huge. I think I have like over a thousand HP. Nice. Um, but none of that matters. <laughs> I, pr- I promise you none of it matters. All it means is that if I'm bad at the game, I can take more hits before I finally lose. Sure. Because uh, earlier today, you even tried to help me. We, we, I was like, hey man, come help me beat Margit. Margit, whatever his name is. <laughs> and uh you're like all right do you know where he's at and i'm like yeah i kind of do um so i ran over there got the side of grace so like being that leveled i can literally like two shot all the enemies in in the first area um that aren't bosses of some sort right uh which is fine like so i, I got there no problem right super easy so i'm going into this fight like super confident i summon you and i'm like all right man let's kick his ass sea bass <laughs> so this game scales as soon as you bring another player in, it scales. Which we did not know. And, uh, man, we couldn't beat him. Yep. We couldn't beat him, even with me being super leveled and you were at, like, level 36. Um, and so I was like, okay, 
uh, I tried beating them on my own. I got closer by myself. Uh, and I think what it comes down to is because I cheated, right? Let's say, call it what it is. I cheated. Uh-huh. Um, I cheated the system, right? right? I found an exploit in the game and I abused it. And, Creative uh, leveling. <laughs> yeah. Um, my, I just don't have good enough gear, which means that even though I have more life, when he hits me because I don't have better gear, he takes he takes more than he should at my level, right? And my and my weapons, I'm still rocking like the starting sword because I hadn't really gone and done anything. Yeah. Uh, so like, even though I'm hitting them and I'm hitting them for you know a bunch of times, I'm I'm still only doing like two three hundred damage. Uh, and so the the game will let you do these things. It'll let you cheat the system but you have to go and you have to play and you have to fight the bosses because that's where you get the weapons. Yeah. That's where you get the armor, right? This game doesn't sell you those things. I'm sure yeah. there's vendors that do, right? I just haven't found them. They're probably late game uh, to, to try to get you some over some of those difficulty spikes. Um, so all of that work I did, that's great. I've got tons of health. I've got tons of stamina, Right. Um, my stats are boosted, but none of that matters because I'm still rocking a level one sword and I'm still doing level one damage. Uh, it's just slightly increased because, you know, I cheated the system. So you still have to play the game, but being that I have a larger health bar now, some of these other things I can run into. And even though I'm not the best at the combat, um, I can overcome some of these bosses just cause I can take more hits. Uh, sure. but I am getting better at the combat. So every encounter you learn and you get better and it gets easier but you're gonna die and you're gonna keep dying uh-huh and then every time you'll do a little bit better you might not be the boss but maybe you get him almost there and the next time he's he's even closer to being dead and then that one time you finally beat him you're just gonna feel so good about your life yeah, even the even the cheesy stuff is fun. Like, you know, if you're gonna play this game, you just have to wrap your head around the fact that you're gonna be like exploring, running into an area, whatever, and something cheap is gonna kill you. Like, I just went into this new area in my game, and there were two mages that were shooting like homing spells at me, and you have to like run up this this long set of stairs to get to them. So, like, I started running up there, not knowing they were mages. They all busted out their magic stuff, and it would follow me, and it killed me. So I went back there and I was like, oh, that was stupid. So I went back there, pulled out my, uh, my like crossbow that I have. And then like long distance, just like headshotted them, you know? And so it was, it was fun to like kind of take them down. Cause I was like, not this time. Nuh-uh, not this time. <laughs> yeah, not this time. But, you know, playing through it with a genuine playthrough your first time, if you're not watching videos, stuff like that is going to happen all the time. You're just like, what killed me? Where did that come from? You know, there's surprise enemies that are like on the ceiling and you walk under, you know, you walk into a room and they drop down behind you, just crazy stuff like that constantly. Yeah. And, and like, so now that I know, like I need better weapons, I need better armor, right? Uh-huh. Um, I'm literally just going around the area, just looking for things to fight, trying to find those bosses or those secret things that are going to reward me with those, those good items. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I'm having those moments left and right. Like uh, I was riding through the forest and I don't know where it just kept dropping wolves on me. Right. Uh, and I'm nice. so, I'm so overleveled at these, at this point, I'm like, I'm one shot in the wolves. So it's, it's, it's fun for me. I'm like, yeah, get some. And then, uh, <laughs> 
you know, but like you still get those surprises um, right before. So you can kill any NPC you want in these games, right? But once they're dead, like they'll stop selling whatever they were selling. They're not there. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're gone. Um, and, and there's this NPC. And uh, I, I knew from watching a video, because this is how I'm playing this game, all right? This is my accessibility <laughs> feature is I'm going to watch somebody do some shit and I'm going to go do it. My accessibility feature is YouTube. <laughs> hey, hey, like, don't hate on me for doing it that way. This, I am still enjoying the game. This is my... No, dude, I'm not hating on you. I love it. it. I know, I, I know. It. But I know some people are going to be like, well, you're not playing it right. <laughs> Your completion doesn't count. You watch videos. YouTube uh, is an accessibility feature. Let's let's be honest, okay? We've all done it. We've all been stuck and watched a video on... And even if you're not watching a video on how to beat a section, you've watched a video on, like, what an item does that you picked up yeah, or, or, what, like or whatever. Or, like, 10 best items to get right now, you know? Yeah, dude. And games like this are cryptic as all get out. Like, if you, if you beat this game and discover everything on your own without watching a single video, like, Godspeed. Oh, I will say, though, when I did that leveling trick, so I did it, I'd only leveled once when I went to go to this leveling area where, yeah. I, where I speed leveled. As soon as you rest at that, that touch of grace, um, you automatically invited to the round table. Oh, I got invited to the round table like randomly. I feel like, cause I, I did see that like there, I, I don't know if there is a specific point, but yeah, in my game, it was like, it seemed to be super random. Uh, I, I think it's tied to the number of sites of grace that you've interacted with. It could and, be. And so for most people, um, I think right after they finish market is when they hit that, that threshold. Sure. Um, but I wasn't expecting it. And then I went there and there's some really cool people you can meet up there. Yeah. Uh, plus like it introduces you to like a blacksmith that can level your weapon up like better than you can type deal. Uh-huh. Uh, so that was a surprise for me because it like I rested and went to a cutscene and I was like, oh shoot, what's going on here? Um yeah, it's a cool area. It's like it's kind of like the hub world from the first uh Dark Souls or the Demon Souls remake. It's kind of like that hub world where you just go around and talk to NPCs and stuff. Yeah, and the other thing they did in this one that makes it way easier for people is you can fast travel at any point. Yeah, I love that feature. Like you can't fast travel out of a dungeon. But if you're not in like a major dungeon or underground, um, you can literally fast travel at any point. So, yep. so there's, like I said, there's, it's limiting the risk that you have to take before you used to have to find a bonfire to travel. Um, so if you were close to that bonfire and you can see it, it's in your, it's on your screen. Right. And then you died. That was it. Didn't count. Um, so yeah. Anyhow, where I was going with this. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching this video and uh so there's an npc he sells those weapon arts okay okay and I, I i had watched the video and seen someone do it and i just so happened to stumble upon him i wasn't looking for him uh i was just this like i said at this point i'm just exploring and sure. i stumbled upon him and i knew and i looked at his weapon arts and i also knew from the video that if you kill him there's other ways to get those weapon arts so he's like <laughs> not real not real uh not real necessary <laughs> yeah but if you kill him you get some sweet armor and a sweet weapon and all kinds of stuff right um and so while he is he doesn't get a boss bar okay um but he uses a ton of weapon arts he is tanky tanky um and he can use uh flasks oh nice to heal himself yes so he's kind of a pain in the butt um 
but I was able to beat him. And that's how I know I'm getting better at the combat because it only took me two tries. Nice. And uh, I beat him and I got his armor, which I'm way under leveled to wear. <laughs> like if I put it on, my character literally can't do anything. He can slow lumber. Yeah. Like just kind of like trudge along, can't roll, can't do anything. He can swing his weapon too. Um, you know, but I, I don't even have the right stats to wield the weapon I got from him. Uh, but it's just cool that the game lets you do it. It's just like, yeah. uh, you can literally attack any NPC in this game. That's awesome. And they stay aggro to you as well. So once you do it, you're done. They hate you for life. When you went, when you went back to him, he was still angry. Yeah, like because he has a he has a touch of grace right outside his little building. Uh huh. Um, so when I died to him the first time, I literally respawned right there. And as soon as I came into view, he turned red and like came after me. <laughs> he's he's like, nope, we're not friends anymore. Mm-hmm. And then it uh, it was a long it was a long fight, man. Uh, like I said, I'm still using like the the beginning weapon. It's not leveled up at all. Yep. And. Uh, yeah, like I'm just I'm doing as much damage as I can, learn like learning his attack patterns, learning what I can block, what I can't block, you know, what I need to dodge. Yep. And uh and I took him down and I felt great about it. That's the satisfying part of the game is you know, you're you're constantly learning and you're remembering for next time and you're making that progress and you're leveling up and all of that. And it's like if there's a weapon that you like, then you know what then you know what uh you know what where to put your points to get the stat to use that. And there's really cool things too, like your your strength stat in particular. If there's a weapon that you really want to use and it takes like 25 strength to use it and you only have 20 strength if you two-hand the weapon it gives you like a one and a half times modifier so if you two-hand it even though you don't have 25 strength you can still technically meet the requirements like you can't block with a shield but now you can use the weapon effectively right and and by use it effectively it means you get its special perk whatever uh-huh. whatever that perk may be a lot of times it's damage scaling yeah. So the more points you have invested in certain things, the more the damage will scale. So where you get like a multiplier. Um, so like you have a, a strength dexterity weapon. So the more points you have in strength and dexterity over the required amount, it's it, it like multiplies the damage. Sure. Um, so you can take these basic weapons and as you upgrade, like if this is the weapon you're going to use and you kind of stick with it, you can make anything viable. Anything in the game is viable. Yeah, Doesn't I've experimented that. I've used a little bit of everything. I've used a weapon I didn't have the stats for because my daughter was watching me play and just like, uh, you know, run around and explore. And she's like, use the blue sword. This is like this magic crystal sword I found. And I was just using that and, you know, killing like random animals and stuff. And, you know, it, it still gets the job done. Like you said, you just don't get the special benefits from it, but it, it works. Right, right. You're still going to deal its base damage. So if that, dam- that base damage is still higher than what you have, then sure, still use it, right? But as yeah. soon as you unlock the ability to, to take advantage of all of the, the things, because like some weapons inflict bleeding or poison or, or uh-huh. whatever, right? And then this game goes so deep as to like anything with bones or rock is really susceptible to like blunt damage. So you want to use something like a club, you know, versus a blade. Makes sense. So you get bonus damage for using blunt weapons against anything with a skeleton essentially yeah if you i was just about to ask if you find any skeletons in the game yet um 
Yes. Because if you have like, if you have like a holy weapon, you know, obviously it does more damage. But the cool thing about skeletons that I, I think this was in Dark Souls as well. I'm pretty sure it was like you kill a skeleton, but after you kill them, they're not dead, dead because their bones can resurrect unless you, yeah, unless you hit them again when they're on the ground. So if a group of skeletons comes after you, you got to like take them down and then quickly hit the one you just took down so he doesn't reanimate. Otherwise, you're just constantly fighting enemies that are never going to (laughs) end. Yeah, they're just never going to stop. Um, so, so I'm in a location right now, right in the beginning area, really. Uh, and I'm going to get that katana, that plus, it comes at plus three. Um, so you don't even have to upgrade. When you pick it up, it's plus three. Because like That's I said, cool. I'm, I'm just looking for, for better weapons so I can go beat Margaret. Yeah. Because uh, like, like I'm so close to beating him now that I know if I have a better weapon, it's, it's lights out. Um, right. And maybe some better armor. But it seems like a lot of the armor just is so heavy, even if it doesn't look like it is. Yeah. Uh, it just requires you to have such a high endurance to even wear it, right? Uh, because once you get over a certain rate, uh, weight you go into like uh you know heavy roll and then after heavy roll is do not roll um, <laughs> you know and so, you need to be able to roll this game is all about dodging yeah because when you roll you do get uh invincibility frames so not only are you dodging but there's a small window where you're not being hit by that boss's attack mm-hmm. um which is super important and then something else i noticed too like i'm like you said i played 36 hours i'm still discovering new things like the total amount of things you have in your um inventory at one time like actually on your person every single thing adds to the weight so like i had a i think i had my crossbow on and i was like in the heavy uh heavy realm and i like took the crossbow off and that dropped me down to medium where i could like roll like normal again this is i'm not using the crossbow all the time i just yeah. leave it off until i need it and i was like dang that's 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 pretty deep you know that you're even when you're not holding it it's still adding to the weight because it's in your inventory I know one thing that's real annoying is there's no pause feature. So if yeah. you're digging around in your inventory, the boss yep. fight's not the time to do that, dog. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, that, that happened to me today, man. I, I told you. So I was looking for this hidden key to get into the next area of the game where I was pretty sure that's where I needed to go. I, I was lost for like hours, man. So I finally was like, okay, I think this is like, this looks what I'm supposed to be. So I found this hidden key just randomly walking around the black area with no map and uh and there's this huge dragon there so i'm like cool i gotta fight this dragon to get to this hidden key i get the dragon down to like dude the smallest little fraction of his health bar was all that was left i was trying to put on a different set of arrows because i ran out of my arrows trying to do some long-range combat and i'm in like the quote-unquote pause menu which doesn't actually pause the game and he just lights me up and i'm like cool thanks (laughs) thanks game you're a piece of shit. Yeah, uh, do it. Hey, do it again. I'm like, hey, Ugh. for for reference, you can totally grab that key without fighting him. Yeah, I know that. Like, I actually did grab the key, and I was like, well, like now I have the key, but I know I can beat him. And and that's the other part of this game is like, there's some bosses where you you get into it and you're like, okay, I don't want to fight this boss now. A or like, I'm just not strong enough, and I know that I'm not strong enough because I'm not. I'm doing like zero damage. I'm tickling it right. But then there's other bosses like that dragon where I had him on the ropes and he just, you know, I, I paused the game and I shouldn't have, or I, I tried to whatever. And he killed me. Uh, so I was like, I can do this. So like, I went back a few more times and like finished it, you know? Uh, yeah. Um, there's so many, like, there's so many ways you can grab what you need without ever fighting an enemy. If you want to all thanks yeah. to like, to all thanks to like your horse or, uh, I think your character moves faster in this one, just in general. 
Uh, yeah, your character, I, I, your character walks pretty quickly. Yeah, but plus you could do like the dashing. You could do the dash, like you hold the B button on the controller or whatever. Yeah, um, the movements, the movements, really good. Like you can jump, you can dash, you can backstep, you can roll. Um, like there's just so many ways to play the game. And if you are thinking about getting into it, don't worry too much about the starting class that you pick. There are some benefits depending it, on which which class you go with. But overall, you find it, so many weapons and stuff at the beginning. You can kind of just do whatever you want. Your starting class really only determines your starting attributes. So yeah. it, you know if you're going to pick like a, a warrior type class, like a melee class, then you're probably going to want to pick the warrior or someone that has a high melee stat. Yeah, you know, or if you want to start and kind of start with magic, pick someone with a high magic stat. But at the end of the day, I know there's a way to respec. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, it doesn't matter. I think the level caps like 700 and something. It's crazy. I, I there's a YouTuber that I watch that does really in depth Dark Souls and um, now Elden Ring stuff. And I think after his first playthrough, which took him 150 hours, he said he was just showcasing some like in game gear. And he's like, I stopped at level 150. And as he's like, I could definitely go higher. I have the runes to go higher, but there is a soft cap and a hard cap to every skill. So there does get, there's a, and what I mean by that is there's a point where leveling up that particular skill, like strength doesn't really benefit you. Like the cost doesn't output what you're putting into it. So, you know, you get, to, you get to a point where you're like, cool, I have 50 strength. Now I can wield every weapon I want to wield. And I do insane damage. Like if I bump that up to 51, it's not going to make, I'm going to do insane damage point one. Exactly. So you just kind of figure out what, what kind of build you want to go for. And if you really just want like a very well-rounded character, then just get a ton of runes, get to level 200 and, you know, put 50 in everything. And if you're one of those people that says get good, you better be starting with the character that comes with nothing. Right. The one that's in his underwear with a club. Yes, <laughs> with a club. You better pick that character because you should be able to get good, right? He's like special stats. I'm chilly. I'm chilly. Anybody have some tea? Uh, where's my pants? <laughs> where's my pants? Honey, um, where are my pants? That's so, so funny. So yeah, like I'm hopefully people are getting from this that there's so many ways to play. Uh, if you can't beat a boss, then don't fight the boss till you have better stuff. Because I guarantee you there's some little encampment with some lower level enemies that you could probably overcome that's going to give you something that's going to make that boss a little bit easier. Right? Yep, and utilize, you know, utilize what the game gives you if you want. You know, you get these really cool summons that you can use in big fights and you can use them one time, but some of them are really powerful. Um, one of the summons is like one of the biggest reasons why I was able to beat uh, Godric, the first like major boss of the game. And it made, I still had to do a lot of work on my own. They, they didn't do it for me, but it certainly helped, you know, but if I wanted to make the fight way harder on myself, I don't have to use a summon at all. And right. I don't have to level up anything at all. You know, and that's, that's what you're talking about is like, you know, you got that freedom. Yeah. I, I saw a guy that had some sort of item or talisman or something that allowed him to to revive a dead summon. Oh, that's cool. Uh, using a flask. So you sacrifice a flask and it brings your summon back. Oh, dang. That's cool. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, because he has he has a really powerful summon. And I'm not going to put the name out there, uh, but it's it's super powerful. It's an it's like an archer, uh, not the one you have. I promise. Okay. Okay. Um, 
and this thing was just wrecking shot. I literally watched it like take down a boss. The one that I have is uh, it's powerful, but the game definitely uh, makes you makes you question whether or not you should use it. Because, for example, when I use this archer, which is my most powerful summon right now, and I've leveled it up, when I use her, it takes my entire magic bar, the whole thing. So I have to use one whole bar or one whole flask just to summon her. Then I have yeah. to refill it if I want to use like my fireballs or my healing or anything like that. And that's where it comes into when you level, you have to decide how do I want to play this game? Do I yeah. want to be a melee magic class? Do I want to be a melee defense class? Like what do I want? You mm -hmm. know, because if the only thing you're going to use your magic bar for is summons because you're a melee like tank build, then don't put as many or as many points into that because I mean, you don't need to. You're using yeah. it one time per fight and that's it. And we really, Nick and I really felt like this, this game just deserved and needed its own episode of the podcast because like there's really, there's so much to talk about. I'm sure we'll still talk about it next week as well, but I, I on, can't, on Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. Yep. So I'm losing track of my week, my days already. Um, but I've never played a game quite like this. It's, it's just, it's a lot of dark souls, a lot of bloodborne influence, obviously, but it's not exactly those games. It, it's its own thing. It's completely different. I can't remember the last time I played a game that's this open world with as little direction as this game gives you like, you know, okay, well, cool. There's Skyrim. Like, yeah, in Skyrim, you can go do whatever, but you know, there's a compass, there's something where you can pick your quest. And then it says, walk this way to get to that town. Like it shows you where to go. You know, we're all, we're all kind of used to that in gaming in general, this game doesn't do that. You get like little hints, you get kind of like, Hey, go find this church. That's uh West of this town. Cool. I haven't found that town yet. So where am I supposed to go? Like, again, you can look up videos and stuff, but if you want to get like the full experience and get every penny, you know, pennies worth out of the game, just go explore and try to figure out the puzzles and stuff. And, and you're going to like be entertained for hours. Yeah. And, and I'm finally at that point, like I'm comfortable enough with where I'm at that I can run around this first area and yeah. probably walk into any dungeon and take the boss down uh, in a couple tries at least. Um, or just walk into an area and yeah, maybe I use all my flasks, but I get through it um, and get whatever items are in there. Um, I mean, my wife was up here watching me play it earlier and like I'm, I'm looking for a very specific catacomb and I couldn't find it, uh, but I found so many things on the way. You know, like... Uh, I found the vendor who I fought, you know, um, I found like there's these enemies on the map that will drop like weapon arts for you. And weapon arts are like your weapon special abilities that you can equip to each weapon. Yeah. Um, I found like a random uh, knight dude that had a weapon art. Um, so a little stronger than a normal enemy takes a little more skill, right? Uh, beat him, got his weapon art. I found like a, a bandit camp and walked in there and I ended up getting a shield that was not as good as what I already had. So I was like, fuck you drop the shield. Um, <laughs> you know, so I'm at the point where I'm just kind of walking around and then like looking at some of the bigger creatures too, like giants, like, yo, can I fight this? Should yep. I fight it? Should I fight this right now? Let me go fight big dude. And uh, yeah, it's fun. It's such a, it's such a blast. I, it's like Zelda Breath of the Wild, and uh, multiple critics have said this, and this, like, yeah, maybe I'm a little biased because I heard somebody else say it, but it's, it's Zelda Breath of the Wild, but for adults.
That's a really good, yeah, that's a really good uh, comparison. Um, Now that you've said that, I I haven't heard that until you said it just now. Right, like Zelda Breath of the Wild is baby's first Elden Ring. Okay. Because it's the same concept, right? In Zelda, they they give you a quest. They don't really tell you how to go do it. Um, But the quest normally isn't too hard. But once you get there, the, the map is open. You can do things in any order you want to. Like, you can completely buy, bypass Mar- Margate. You know that, right? I did not know that. No. Yeah, there's, there's a secret path that goes completely around that entire area into the Lake of Lucerna or whatever it is. Of course there is. Right? So you don't even have to fight him. Like, you have to fight him to beat the game. But you can literally just bypass him. Yeah. Um, I, did, I did not know that. Yeah. And then, like, once you get through through Margit, like, it doesn't force you to go fight any boss in any order, right? Like, you don't have to go fight Godric because, okay. from my understanding, is they're all in their own little fortresses, right? Spread out across the map, so you can go to another fortress, and if you can find a way in and you can make your way through it, you can go fight that boss. Nothing, That's cool. nothing requires you to beat something in succession in this game. It literally lets you go do whatever you want, right? So you're going to have those players, and, yeah, maybe they beeline it straight for Margit, and they beat them on the first try because they're, like, God's gift to souls or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And, and then they're like, all right, dope. I'm level 14. I'm going to go fight Godric. And they beat Godric on, like, their third try. And they're like, oh, my God, this game's so easy. I don't know why they didn't make it harder. Uh, fine for them right or you could be like me and you spend three hours trying to fight a horse dude that is like immediately available to where you have to text somebody and be like am i playing this wrong that was so funny you were like you're like what did you do to beat the the tree sentinel and i was like uh i i didn't i haven't beat him yet and you're like what do you mean i'm like he's still alive in my game like i just left him there for now and you're like you mean i don't have to fight him like no dude just just keep right. going like there's so many things that you just don't have to do. And these people putting hundreds of hours into this, there's so many things. I guarantee you there's there, for, for years and years and years, people are going to be finding things in this game that someone hasn't seen. I am super excited. I'm excited to beat it. I'm excited to keep playing it. Um, I mean, like, it's just a fantastic game. I have nothing negative to say about it. Um, but I'm really excited to see speed runs of this game. Because I think that's going to be like right? insane to, to so, see like the YouTube no hit no hit runs the yeah. speed runs. I mean, the, there's like, people no already doing it. Yeah. Oh, there, I know. There, there's I'm a sure. guy on YouTube right now that keeps popping up in my feed because I've been watching nothing but Elden Ring videos for like 45 hours. I've probably yeah. watched more Elden. I've I I not probably I have watched more Elden Ring than I've played. <laughs> I promise you. Yeah. Um. And 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 but for me that's fun. I'm like. Because they're like, oh, my God, you got to see this weapon. So easy to get. You can get it right off the bat. I'm like, that's right down my alley. Let's see what you got, fam. Let's see what uh, you got. I want, I want that weapon. I want that. You make it look so easy. Why are they? That's no. A, I, I'm that's a frying it's pan? Not it's not working. I want it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, or I watched, yeah. uh, do you know who Dr. Lubo is? Nope. He's like a, he's a streamer. He, he kind of got popular with Destiny, but he, he, he's a variety streamer. So he doesn't just stream Destiny. Matter of fact, I don't know if I've seen him play Destiny in a while. Uh, he talked about it on a stream yesterday, but the reason I bring it up is I literally watched him play Elden Ring for like four hours yesterday. Oh, dang. You know, he's way past me. I don't give a shit about spoilers because yeah. 
I mean, the bosses are cool. And if you want to have that, oh my God moment, right? When the boss shows up and you've never fucking seen it before. Yeah. Cool. Guess what? If you've seen the boss, he's still going to be hard as shit. And you're still going to say, oh my God, I promise. Yeah. It doesn't matter, right? Like when I, I, I know Godric's name, right? I, I know what Godric looks like because he's in all the fucking promotional material. Right? Yeah. And when I get to Godric, I'm still going to be like, oh my God, right? When I get to that, that first dragon you killed, because I think I know the one, uh-huh. uh, I'm going to be fighting him like, oh my God. It's, it, <laughs> it, yeah. it's not going to change, right? Like nothing changes about that experience because you see that boss bar pop up and you're yeah. like, oh shit. The second dragon I fought just today scared me, not scared me, but surprised me more than the first one. Cause the first one like flew out of the sky and landed on a group of enemies and killed all the enemies. And you're just like, Holy cow. Like I'm fighting a dragon now. And you're just on your horse running around. And the, and the one you fought today was sleeping. Exactly. Yeah. He was sleeping. So like I was walking to where the key was and he was like the same color as the rocks. So I'm just like cruising over there. I like, taking my time and I look over and I'm like, that rock's breathing. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's a dragon. <laughs> and then he stands up all slow and you're like, Oh geez. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to sneak up on him. And I start to like tiptoe and, and he wakes up and I'm like, or, or not. Um, and dude, like fighting a dragon on horseback is so fun it's just it's just such a cool experience and like something i've never got to do in a souls game before yeah it's uh man this game is just it's so cool it's chock full of content i'm not even in the areas you're in and it's just so cool yeah, and, I, and I've enjoyed every area I've been in. Like, I, I was getting a little frustrated just being lost because I, I really was lost for, like, at least five hours. Like, I beat Godric. I had no idea what I was supposed to do next. Because um, it, it won't tell you. You know, like, it, it doesn't it's tell like, you. It's no. like, cool, you beat Godric. Good job, dude. And you're like, all right, and then? And it's like, uh-huh. Yep, it's like go to the round table. It's like go to the round table, and uh, they'll tell you about the the Elden Rune that you just got. And I'm like, okay, so I did that, and they're like, sweet, like go get more Elden Runes. Like, where? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) where Um, down down at the supermarket? Did did you did you uh, fight the spirit in the round table? Uh, I did that. That kind of yeah, I was going to mention that, but I didn't want to spoil anything for you. Uh, Spoilers. No, I fought him. Yeah, I, I teleported back to the round table at one point in time, and the whole thing was like in fire and just like I was like, "What the heck?" And then there's like a red, you know, spirit in there, and you're just like, "Well, I guess I'm fighting this person now." Oh no, no, no! There's a different one. So oh yeah, um, okay. So you know how like you can walk around the round table? Well, you walk out and there's that balcony. And you can kind of oversee that great hall. Oh yeah, you could jump down there, can't you? So jump if you jump down there, it'll spawn a. a a red foe i don't know what they call them like a Um, phantom a phantom it'll spawn a phantom but he takes a while to spawn so there's a specific item down there it's a it's a high level weapon oh and uh it's a purple weapon and uh i didn't know what i was doing and then (laughs) i'm like running around i'm like i'm reading all the stuff on the floor and they're like powerful foe, powerful foe. i'm like what the fuck i read and spawn game's busted my game and uh and so, like, I'm running around, walking through doors, and I see the purple thing, right? And then I see the little thing pop up that says, you've been invaded by blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck that means. Let me grab this purple thing. The cool part is you only lose runes when you die. You don't lose items. Sure. 
Um, and sure enough, I turn around and he's right there just wailing on me. I'm like, oh, I died. And then I'm going to look at this item. And it turns out it's like one of the best items you can get in the game. Oh, dang. That's cool. Yeah, I can't use it because it, it requires stupid stats. I think it requires like 37 intellect. Oh, wow. Yeah, really fucking – it's dumb. It can be a sword or a staff, I think. I have some really good weapons in my inventory that need – I think it's an intelligence or intellect, whatever that is. I, and I have, like, nine because I put zero points into that. <laughs> I, I I stopped, like, one of those massive caravans with the giants pulling the caravan. Yeah. And there was, like, a sweet I, – I did that, like, a couple hours ago today. There's an awesome magic sword in there. And I was like, oh, this sword is dope. It's like, yeah, 19 intelligence. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Yeah, I've put no points into this, and I don't know how to respec yet because yeah, I know it either. takes it takes items, and there's like a certain NPC you probably got to talk to. Uh, yep, and I'm just like, I could cheese it, you know, but like even my cheese is starting to take longer now because I'm at the point where it takes like fifteen to sixteen thousand runes per level. Yep, and when you level up in this game, for those that aren't familiar, like you level up a stat once. So if you have like 10 intellect, when you level up, you, you go to 11 intellect, like you pick, you pick each individual stat uh-huh. um, to level up and it, that's going to cost you 15,000 runes. And you're just like, Oh, you're thinking about how long you're going to have to do this. You're like, is it worth it though? <laughs> and they're, and they're all important and they yes. all serve a, pr- and, and, they, they, all and they all serve a purpose. Freaking matter. Mm-hmm. Every single fucking one of them exactly you're like oh endurance like yes that affects your stamina like how many times yeah your stamina and how much you can carry and or wear exactly so it's like cool i don't need more stamina like i'm good on that well do you want to wear that heavy armor then yes you need more stamina (laughs) yeah because like my stamina is to the point uh to put it in perspective i'm at 30 strength and probably uh for stamina or endurance, I think I'm at 23, 24. Yeah. And then for health, I'm at like 34. And I put my majority of points. I have like strength at 20 right now. And I have my, my faith at 20 because I'm, I'm running like kind of a, I picked the confessor class, which is basically like melee. Means no- and- once again, means nothing. Right. But just starting with base stats, it was more focused on melee and miracles, which are kind of like sorcery, but they're a little different, just different types of spells. So I have like a healing spell and a fireball and I've been leveling up my magic and my melee like at the same time, essentially. Uh, yeah. Uh, I've put zero points into magic because I <laughs> am an idiot, even though I picked the confessor class as well. Um, and I thought you picked Samurai. Well, no. So I picked Samurai, and then I was you picked Confessor, and I was like, that dude looks dope anyway. It comes with a hood. Fuck yeah. Yep. Man. Yeah, man. And, I got uh, the black black cape to start with. Like, you got a fashion Yeah, sense. I was like, uh, yeah, fashion I was like, I'm in. Uh, so that's the one I've been playing. Heck yeah. Um, and, but literally just didn't pay attention to what the class was good at and was like, cool, I've got this sword, I've got this shield, fuck them all. <laughs> be a, a sword shield guy, and now I'm instantly regretting my decision. Because a lot of the bosses seem like they're easier if you can attack them from range. I have no range. I have a sword that's about a foot and a half long. So it sucks. Yeah, having range definitely helps. Once I got the fireball, that was a game changer for me because I played a pyromancer in Dark Souls 3. So it was kind of like that, but it's still very different. And like you said, with the cheese, like you can 
you can sometimes like stay out of range and throw fireballs or whatever and pick enemies off. But, you know, the further you get in the game, the harder the enemies get, you know, that doesn't always work or they just, they chase you down so relentlessly. You can't do that. Like, you know, you have to learn their patterns. You have to learn how to avoid their attacks and, and what damages them the most. You know, the game forces you to get good at it, you know, in those areas and deal with what's in front of you, unless you just want to turn around and go the other direction. Yeah, like like I was saying before, you can be overleveled all you want, but if you don't take time to figure out how the game works, it does not matter. I took zero yep. time to figure out how it works, and I'm paying the price now, right? Like because I can't beat Margit, and I should be able to. By like I'm level fifty something, I should be able to just go in there and steamroll that mug, right? Yep. Uh, but I can't because I didn't take time to learn how the game works. I didn't explore the dungeons. I went straight for the cheese because I'm a mouse. <laughs> Right. I'm a little baby mouse. I'm like, oh, yeah, give me the cheese. Give me the boulder. Yeah. Come here, boulder. <laughs> and uh, and I'm fine with that. That's how I chose to spend my time. I don't care. You know, Destiny, the original Destiny, the Luke Cave. I Luke Cave the frick out of that game. I stood in front of that Luke Cave probably more than you. Just shooting the hole. <laughs> right. Didn't yep. care. Give me the cheese. Run in there, get the items, rinse and repeat. Yeah, like because it was fun for me. So if you're having fun, if you're doing something a fun way, regardless of whether it's yeah it's, uh, cheesy or or whatever, or you get some overpowered weapon early and and are just like merkin fool, then fine, cool, <laughs> right. I, I will say too, even if you are just wandering around the game, exploring the animals and the random enemies and stuff, like the game is gorgeous. I mean, the the graphics, the environments, like the the lore, like it is just a fun game world and everywhere you go feels different than the area you just were whereas like i feel like a dark souls you know type game for the most part yeah there's like a lava world or whatever but yeah there's biomes it's, it's very dark overall you know shocker yeah. dark souls is dark it's very dark overall and it's like a lot of I don't know, dark souls 2 is very bright yeah that was a little different but this game is like I was in a part of the game that I took a picture of. I'll have to show you, but like the, it was nighttime and there were stars like all in the sky. And I just like stopped and looked up at the stars. And I was like, this is just really cool. You know? And then you go to like a different area of the game and, and there's a storm in the sky. It's just like, Holy cow. Like it, it just feels different constantly. Yeah. It's a uh, man. It's, it's just something else. And then just in general, just walking around, like you always just have that sense of like uneasiness because you know, at any second, some shit's going to pop out of the ground or fall out of the sky <laughs> yep. or, or whatever. Like, and the, let's like the enemy design. Yeah. There's a lot of like samey enemies, right? Like you run into some samey enemies, uh -huh. but, but man, when you get those unique ones, you're just like, what the fuck is that? Nope. I'm out. Come here, horse. Nope. Not doing it. Let's go. Yeah, there's no limit. Like I had a huge, gigantic uh, giant enemy, basically like a kind of a giant just materialize out of thin air. He was like a blue transparent, like ghost enemy, but he was huge. And yeah. for sure, for sure, a boss. And he's just like, and I'm here now. And I'm like, what? And you're like, and I'm not. See ya. 10 out of 10. Do not recommend. Thumbs down. Yeah. I'm that's, like, my, I'm that's my Yelp review. I'm out. Yeah, so sometimes reading the messages can be good because uh, in, in, in that area, after I died to him, I went back and it was like, enemy ahead, like try luring out. I'm like, oh, I would have been helpful to read that before I went in there. <laughs> yeah, how about I try keeping in, keep away. Keep away. 
yeah, it's just it's it's got something for everybody. Dude, the game, I, the game rewards you for exploration, but it'll also punish the ever living shit out of you for exploring. It'd be like, oh, really? You thought you was gonna? Okay, come here. Yep. Here's this dragon. Good luck, motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, I ex- I explored my way into a cave. I explored my way right into a boss fight, and then got stuck in that boss fight trying to go back to keep you know picking up my like twenty thousand runes I had because I didn't know there was gonna be a boss halfway through the cave. Yeah, you and told I saw- me that. Yeah, so I finally beat this boss uh, and and got to the end. And I I looked at them out of curiosity after I beat him. And then the game was like, oh, you you know how to beat this boss because you've already beat like the boss before it. But at this point, and I was like, I haven't beat the boss before this one. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I I wandered in here through some side alleyway. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, the game was like it's just like the previous fight, but like this part's different. And I'm like, no, it's not. Like, what previous fight? This was the first fight. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, so it's just like, yeah, dude, it's insane. It's like, I, I love that, you know, you can watch, like it's like we're talking about, you watch 20 videos back to back and everybody's experience is going to be completely different. Completely different. Like if you get to a dungeon, that dungeon experience is going to be the same because those are scripted, right? Like the enemies don't change in there. They're not random. Uh-huh. But like you might hit that dungeon at 40 and that person you're watching hit it, you might hit it at 105. Who knows? Did you uh did you ever open that treasure chest that I told you about that like teleport? Oh no, there's you, like there's a, so many the that map. teleport you. Um, okay. And I have not yet opened one. Uh, but when you told me that, my response was, "All right, cool. So don't fight big enemies and don't open things. Got it." Yeah, yeah, because I I went into like what I thought was a dungeon, went to open a chest. This was like early earlier on in the game, and this like mist came out of the chest, and it's like you're being teleported to like a different land, and it teleported me to some like crazy crystal ice cavern dungeon where the enemies were insanely powerful, and I was getting one shotted by by absolutely everything. Just just so you know, if you run through there, you can get a really powerful weapon. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) no, like, but you can literally just run away from them. And you just keep moving and eventually you get to a side of grace uh, and then there's a door and you can get a really powerful weapon. Without fighting the boss? Yeah, without fighting the boss. Okay, because the boss in that area, I did look that up because I got to the boss in that area after like just, you know, beating my head against a wall. I just, it it was brutal. You got to the boss with no flasks. You're like, oh. Yeah, exactly. Got to the boss with no flasks and I was like, oh, I wonder how hard he is. Like open the door. I'm like, very hard. Very hard. Yeah. Yeah. Whoops. And then I watched a YouTube video after that about that area because I, I just wanted to see if that was like, you know, a scripted thing or if it was like, you know what I mean? Because I, I just don't know in the game because everything's so different. And the YouTuber that was showcasing that part was like, hey, if you get teleported here, like run, don't fight anything. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, just <laughs> run. You can get to a side of grace. You can get out of all those areas without getting to the boss. Yeah. There's always an exit that doesn't lead to a boss. Yeah, it's, it's insane. Because the game like, doesn't hate you that much, right? Like, right. it's like, all right, we're going to fuck with you a little bit. You thought you was going to get something cool? Psych. And then, you know, if you can keep your head on your shoulders, you can get out of there. I will say I do like, like, even though I got teleported and I did die, because like I said, the enemies were incredibly hard. The first time I died, I'm like, great, I'm going to have to go back to this place. And I don't even know where it is. The game respawned me right back at that location, thankfully, even though I didn't have like one of the, the points of grace there. Yeah, because so, there's the, the stakes Marika. So, yeah, I think there's one of those. Yeah. Yeah. So if there's a stake of Marika uh, near you when you die, you'll you'll respawn at the closest stake. If there's a Macarena near you, you can respawn yes, there. The Macarena. 
the Macarena. Dude, what did you, you texted me and you were like, you're like, it's like the Burger King of Souls games. <laughs> yeah, it's have it your way, man. Literally, and I was like, have it your way. And I was like, it's like the Backstreet Boys of Souls games because I want it that way. <laughs> right? Like, you, you want the typical Souls experience? Don't do any side shit. Just run at the bosses and beat your head at, uh, against the wall till you beat them, right? Till you get good. You don't want the side shit? Watch a YouTube video, go over level, and then still realize that you still need to figure out how the game works. You don't want to do that? Then do the side shit, figure out how the game works, and then go beat the boss on your first try. Like, whatever. Yep. <laughs> yeah, There's there were so many times when I was completely lost uh, and had no idea which, which way to go. Then I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to wander around, go to an area I've been to before, and then just run in a direction that I have not been before. So I just did that and found cool items along the way and, you know, leveled up and got got more runes and had a good time, you know? And, and again, if I wanted to look it up, I could have, but uh, this is like, it's, it's a cool experience for me because I haven't really had the desire to look up like where to go because I'm still just enjoying the game and everything I go rookie. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> right? That's why you're still level 36 or whatever. I'm like 41 now, dude. Oh, good for you. Good for me. I'm and level You 41. didn't have to dodge Hooray! a single boulder, boulder, all right? I'm playing Indiana Jones, the adult version. The adult version of Indiana Jones, right? <laughs> Oh. oh man yeah and it's like and even like what you're saying sometimes too with the bosses you get so close and you die and sometimes it's not even that you're playing badly it's like the boss might have used his like five strongest attacks that time and, and in a row in, in a, a row, row yeah and then the very next time you go to fight him he he's doesn't use it at all use, yeah where he gets That's stuck true. on a pillar or something and you get in some free shots you know it's just like there's so much randomness right? to the game like he gets you trapped against the wall or like in a in the corner or something something that just like a freak accident like you were whooping up on him he gets you caught in a corner he gets some free shots and you're like okay <laughs> yeah exactly but it's just it's a we we just had to make an episode about just this game just to talk about it um it's incredible that we played a little bit of the co-op today the co-op is fun um it you can only you can only do it in certain easy. no you can only do it in certain areas as well like you can't summon your friend in and then just run across the map you have to do it in these specific pools of mainly fighting like the bigger enemies um but it's cool and then right after nick summoned me somebody else joined his game to try to once again him. this game needs a pause function because then my doorbell rang and i had to go get it and then i died <laughs> right i tried to save you and that that guy was going straight for you and i'm just like dude like he's afk like well alone. the the dude knew because i think he thought because we were in the starting area he was going to get an easy kill by luring uh, us into that boss yeah uh, yeah. cause, cause he hit me with that really strong magic spell and it barely dented my health and then you saw his like his character's reaction was like rut row rut row rut row because he immediately started backing up and was like oh god because there was two of us there was me and you and he was just like i just hit that guy yeah and uh i did no damage with my super high level spell we have a problem and i'm throwing fireballs at him he's like trying to hide in the bush and i'm like get out of here man i'm gonna make you extra crispy <laughs> extra crispy Oh man. And yeah, as soon as you went AFK, he like, he charged at you and I was, I like ran up and started hitting him. But unfortunately, once he killed you, like it pulled me out of your game and it's like, ah, we could have had him. Yeah. I should have uh, like moved my character out of his sight line to go AFK. I could have pretended like it was my game, but I, I think the game tells you. So he definitely knew that, you know, well, you yeah, were, like, the, the host or whatever. Cause you still appear as like red or with a, like a weird glow. 
Oh, speaking of which, after you and I did the co-op, um, I, I progressed a little bit further. I didn't find exactly where I needed to go, but I felt I kind of got in the, in the right direction. And sure enough, um, I ran across like the guy that you talked to at the very beginning of the game at your very first like touch of grace spot. And he was like at some random church. And so he, he's like, Oh, you defeated Godric. Like, that's cool. You know, you got the power of the Elden ring and he kind of gives you some more lore, um, that whole sort of thing. But then at the very end of the conversation, he gave me some, like some special kind of bloodied finger. And then the game tells me like, okay, cool. Now you can use these bloody fingers to invade people's games. And then this guy was like, you should do this because I'll make it worth your while kind of a thing. Number I was telling you some NPCs like, oh yeah, or see to do it. Sure enough. Like that guy's like, Hey, go invade. He's like, it'll be real fun. And then like, come back and talk to me. And I'm like, Oh dang. Did you go invade? Not yet. I haven't invaded anybody. Cause I honestly, like I got some pretty good gear, but I, I don't think like I'm, I don't think I'm scary enough to like jump in there and just go ham on somebody, you know? Yeah, I feel you. I mean, I'll, I'll try it, but like, I, it's just, there's so many cool things in the game. It's like, you'll invade somebody, you know, they're going to be like a professional PVP Elden Ring player and just, you know, embarrass you. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, what? Or you'll go to use your super powerful spell on them and it barely dents their health. And you're like, retro shaggy. Yeah, because some people in, in games like this, some people have builds that are specifically for PvP, and all they do is invade, and they have like insane bleed abilities or whatever is crazy stuff like that. Yeah, it's still fun though. It's still fun to do, and it's just another aspect of the game that makes it really fun. And again, if you want to play this game, Elden Ring, and you're not, you're like, I don't want to do that. I don't want somebody to invade me. Cool. Go into the settings. Turn multiplayer off. Like you don't have to do it at all. Right. The game, the game doesn't penalize you at all. There's no benefit really to doing it. Um, like it's not a requirement. So it's there if you want it. Um, you know, some of the some of the phantoms, like the ones Nick was talking about, those are scripted into the game. Those are NPCs, but like getting invaded by real players, that's your choice if you want to do that or not, or have that happen to you. Right. So so super, I think it's accessible for everybody. There's something here that everybody can learn to enjoy right yep. it's not a corridor it's not the dark souls corridor where get good or you're just not going to get past this area i mean it kind of is like you, you've got to beat margate and you've got to beat godric but once you get past that the game opens up and you can really just kind of tackle things in your order based on your skill level and uh you know if not tons of videos out there to help you don't be afraid yep. to watch a video i know you like don't want to get spoiled but hey you know, don't say the game's not accessible if you're not willing to use the tools, the internet, and hey, we just we just spoiled you for an hour. So <laughs> oh, it's been longer than that, my friend. Yeah, well, we knew we knew when you're like, hey, do you want to do a special Elden Ring episode on Friday? And I was like, yeah, dude, that sounds great. And like, this is the first special episode we've done because, like, honestly, this is the first like game release that the you and I have been like incredibly excited about probably since destiny, to be honest, like where I'm this excited about a game, especially a, a new, let's just call it a new franchise. You know what I mean? Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So. so, um, and I can see DLC. I can see for sure a sequel. I mean, just possibilities are, are endless. And even after multiple playthroughs, you're still, you're, you're still going to be hard pressed to find everything the game has to offer. Right. Unless you literally just play like a first playthrough that takes you, two three hundred hours maybe you'll see everything 
Exactly. And like, like Nick said, there are, uh, there are great YouTubers out there that do full walkthroughs. Um, if you want to be held by the hand and you want to know where to get the, this item or that item and how, you know, be prepared for every fight, and know what to expect. There are YouTube, you know, videos that will walk you through that step by step, you know, but if you want to kind of play how I'm playing and be surprised by everything, then jump in and, and do that. Um, it, it, the choice is yours. Just understand that this game does not use lube. So when, it, <laughs> when it yells surprise it's gonna hurt when the bear comes out of the ground and you're not prepared you did there's you don't have like a quick ky function it doesn't work and the and the bears run at the speed of a flipping land cheetah like holy <laughs> crap dude you're like your horse gallop might as well not even exist i'm like this bear is going at warp speed right now right it's ridiculous and he can like pick you up with his grab move too and just bury his mouth in your head it's like cool thanks buddy needed that thanks for murdering me yeah so long story short elden ring is amazing uh you should definitely play it um if you have any questions about the game or want us to talk about it more or anything like that or if there's something really cool about the game you've discovered that you want to let us know about we'd love to hear it so we can talk about it on uh, sunday um please hit us up at the mhh podcast at gmail.com or the mhh podcast on twitter 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 and let us know be like i got an elden ring for you and i'll be like all right hit me up let's do it i don't know where you're going with that but it didn't mm -mm. no it didn't that that didn't work no (laughs) i think that's gonna do it for us on this this special elden ring Uh, i could say spoiler cast because man we talked about a lot of stuff this special Uh, elden berries episode (laughs) yeah i i got kicked in my elden berries (laughs) exactly and uh, yeah, so that's going to do it. Remember, if you like it, you got to put a ring on it. <laughs> exactly. Until next time. Peace. Peace.